The Where's My 40 Acres podcast is recorded in front of a ratchet studio audience. Wow. Uh, mindset of a young nigga with idle time. They say a devil's workshop is an idle mind. It's hip hop infiltrated by a wicked built industry. I'm me, I'm representing for the underground. Independence, Fifth Amendment, freedom of speech, the revolution is pending. But it's cool because you see we on the mission. Television off, this a viral petition. Man, and I hope you pay attention. The WM48, we keep it real. Give me 48. Um, and, and Mike can speak to this, to his experiences on Clubhouse as well. Because Clubhouse is what you make it. So for people who are listening and, and they don't know, Clubhouse is an application currently on iOS, just broke a million users, uh, still in beta mode. If you're on iOS, you have to be invited and uh, people get people who are on the app get five invites. Or if you sign up on yourself and get put in a waiting list, they can invite you without using an invite. That's how it hit a million so fast. I still got five invites. Um, Same. So Clubhouse essentially is a chat app. That's the most basic way to put it. The way instead of having to type 240 characters to be involved in a deep tw- in a in a broad Twitter conversation, you actually talk. But the way it's run is there are rooms. You scroll through the rooms, they have titles. You can see names of people you follow in the rooms. The rooms you see like a room in a physical clubhouse. Yes. The rooms you see are actually curated based on the people you follow. So if you follow no one, you probably see no rooms. But Clubhouse has a very, very uh, uh, smooth transitioning of, or, or onboarding process to where they basically flood you with a bunch of people you should follow along with your friends. So you are not Clubhouseless. Right. You, they don't want you to be club, club homeless. So you get on. And it's 24-7, guys. It never shuts down. We never shut down in this world anymore. Not once has it shut down. Ever. I got on at 3 o'clock in the morning, 7 o'clock in the morning, 11 p.m. Shit's popping up. There's always something popping. So multiple things popping, too. It's not like Twitter after dark where the conversations are just all the same thing. No, there will be a motherfucker giving financial advice at 4 in the morning. And his room will be packed. (laughs) It's ridiculous. It's like clockwork. Crazy. So you get on there, and essentially you go into a room. You enter quietly. You are put into the audience. There are panelists. They're called moderators. They speak. You listen. There's a point where you can raise your hand. If you raise your hand, they can bring you up to the microphone, basically up onto the panel. And you can then speak when you're unmuted. There's etiquette that you must follow. Again, this is all explained in the onboarding process. Um, Essentially, people will hear this and they go, that's got to be messy as fuck. It would be if you did not have people who understood how to properly moderate rooms and moderators can mute you. They can kick you out. They can kick you off the platform. Good moderator makes the whole platform. Absolutely. A good speaker and a good moderator makes for a great room. Okay. And there are conversations about everything. There's conversations from black doctors about the vaccine. There's conversations. I was in a room today. That was uh, a bunch of uh, uh, epidermis. Uh, I won't say epidermis. What's skin doctors? Epidemiology. Oh, Epidemiology. Epidermal, uh, dermatologist. Dermatologist. There we go. I don't know why I wanted to say epidermatologist, but that's a hard word. Dermatologists. <laughs> we're talking about hair growth, um, like like good things, good lotions and stuff for black hair and oh, skin. 
So I, you know, if you're looking for a suggestion, they suggested one, I'm looking at it. That shit's $80. It better work. Um, <laughs> but it's from a black doctor. So they have, you know, real physicians and on here, you are your, you're supposed to be yourself. You are supposed to fill your profile with things actually about you, what you do. And those things help you network. Clubhouse is a networking app, kind of like LinkedIn. Yes. They want you to professionally network with people, but you cannot avoid the ratchet. And sometimes niggas are professionally ratchet and they network that way. It's fun. Oh, yeah. It can be fun. It can be serious. It can be chill. Um, so like I've been in rooms where Misha Green, who, who did uh oh my god, Lovecraft Country, has been in oh, there nice. talking with people about Lovecraft Country. Like talking to taking questions, you know, very formal, very cool, laid back. They have a lot of TV show. There's a whole, there's so many groups. There's TV binge groups. There's music groups. Um, they help you find other people and other club clubhouse rooms to join. That's why it never shuts down. 21 Savage has a room that is ridiculously packed every day, all day with people. It's it's like, I don't I've know never what you're doing, there, but it seems live, man. Okay. So this is why I be on Clubhouse. Now that I've gotten through the introductory part, this is why I be on Clubhouse. One, there are people that I just kick it with. So a lot of them are from Cook's group. Um, so we'll just chill in the Clubhouse room and talk. That's that's a very they, like they're called social rooms. Those are dope. You can just sit and chat with your friends, right? And Facebook is kind of doing this now with their whole rooms thing that they just introduced. It's the same concept, only we don't have video. Facebook is always playing catch up. True. So um, you can do that, but man. So 21 Savage is a big deal on Clubhouse because he's 21 Savage, but also, like I told y'all, his room is always popping. I mean, thousands of people, guys, always popping. And I think the room size limit is like 5,000. Um, that was tested when they did auditions. Yeah. So I'm not sure if you found these, Mike, but they have started doing like play auditions that they're going to do on Clubhouse. Uh, What? They're going to do three, three acts. Theatrical plays on oh, Clubhouse. I want to be in on this. I want to be down for some foolishness. So they did the Lion King read first. That was mm. a room. That room was packed with people just listening. Okay, to real quick. Them. I have a script for Eight Mile on my computer right now, and I definitely <laughs> want to do a table read of that shit at some point. On okay, I'm actually down for that. That would be a great Clubhouse room to do. We Fantastic. Should, matter of fact, <laughs> uh, can we get everybody up so we can finally do Baby Boy table read the way oh, it needs to be done? Yes. Yes, 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 we, yes. No, 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 no. We need, there's only one thing we need to take read. And that is Noah's scene for Why Did I Get Married. <laughs> I knew he was going. <laughs> okay, so. We will be, we can't do that for to our fans. <laughs> okay, so uh, there was a Dream Girls audition read, and it was for the lead roles. I have never heard two songs so many times in my life being sung by so many different and people. And I am telling you. <laughs> and when, let What's me tell you. Huh? That one is something else. Was it changing? And, and listen, it's, it's the same songs. If you was reading for, it was, it's, what's the, what was the woman's name? What was the, act, the, 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 the character's name? In Dreamgirls was it that Jennifer Hudson played. If you was reading for that character, you better be singing only those two songs for this audition. But what, <laughs> what they did was they decided to put on a clubhouse performance. I think it's going down in February and they were doing auditions for the lead roles. So what happens on clubhouse a lot of the times is you never know what celebrities are on there. And if you are, 
doing something that is adjacent to their career or talking directly about them? Somebody in your audience might know them. And if they do, they can ping them and be like, hey, come to this room. They talking about you. So they did these dream okay, girl that makes auditions. sense now. I'll be wondering why cele- how celebrities always end up in their own room. Oh, they get pinged. Yeah, I'm wondering why how. they just end up being searching themselves. No, no, no. You get pinged like crazy. And, and they okay. come in the room. So they did a dream girls audition room. And uh, Shirley Ralph came in the room. Classic. For people who's like, who is Shirley Ralph? Uh, Moesha mom. Moesha's stepmama. Kate? She was in the was she in the original Dream she Girls? She was in one of the she was in one of the original Dream Girls. Then they got another Shirley actress who was also one of the original Dream Girls and another version from Broadway to come in there. And then they got Amber Riley from Glee, who was also oh. in one of yes, the, the Dream Girls to come up in there. And of course, the people who are hosting this event. Damn, three generations of uh, Dream Girls. Oh, no, dog. <laughs> they had other people involved with the Broadway stuff up there, too. But they brought them up as moderators so they could run, help run the room while they were doing these auditions. Nigga, when I tell you the oh, way. Is this what you were telling me about, Brandon? Bro. The way they're that, shutting them down. Yes. <laughs> and it wasn't even like rude. It was so polite. But after a while, you knew when they were going to cut a person off. Like if you heard a person going flat, if you heard them getting their words wrong, if you heard them not Dude. doing something right. And here was the best part. It's not mean. It's professional. Sure. Shirley Ralph could not get muting and unmuting her mic down. <laughs> so there were moments where she was laughing. And say it's oh tough. no. <laughs> but this is the best part of Clubhouse. Whenever something happens on Clubhouse in a room, another room gets created to talk about what just happened in that other room. <laughs> These niggas created a after the Clubhouse auditions room to complain about how the auditions went and how they should have been treated better. It man. Wow. But the, the Dream Girls room was so big, it started to make the servers break. That, that, Jesus. I kind of feel like whoever whoever really complained, I feel like you you must have, either this is your first time, you must have never been in one of these auditions. They didn't. Never. In your life. You know what I mean? Because that is standard practice. When it comes to singing and dancing, especially when it comes to Broadway, it's like you come in there. And like easy stuff, like you don't know the steps or you don't See, know the words. No cool. point wasting the time. Why we we got we got a lot of people to go through. Bye. But the audacity you, of niggas. You are making my job easier. Bro, like, they did that, that is what crazy. They, like they'll sit there and be like, and a five, six, seven, eight, and that and that thank you. In the back, you can go. <laughs> like Why am I wasting your is. time? And why am I gonna allow you to waste my time? Yeah. Hey. That's pretty much it. I, I agreed completely. And they were very respectful. They would say, thank you. Happy New Year. It was a that's and they did that to everybody. It's always polite. They did that to and it's everybody. Always forceful and it's always see you. Good now, luck next time. Now, it's every not once like in a you while. can't ever try this again, but you're not going to do it right now. Well, they still had to do all the, the side <laughs> characters and stuff. Now, granted, when they did find a person who just kind of blew the top off. They were like, that was good. Woo, that was good. And that like. And and those, that deserves praise. It deserves applause because it's different from everyone else's. A lot, I learned a lot from being in that room. And one of the things I learned was there are people who can sing that can't sing in everything, right? 
Just because you can sing in church and you might be able to sing Kiki Wyatt under a fucking bench in church, dog. I don't know. You might be able to sing Kelly Price or whatever under under the, the, the seats or whatever. But that don't mean you can sing on Broadway. That don't mean you have theatrical pipes. It's, it's different styles. And you could clearly hear the difference. But boy, Amber. And it's they, different pressure, too. Let's not forget about nigga, that. Nigga, let me tell you something. The, one of the best things that I heard in 2020, musically, I found a room after one of their, because they did auditions for like a week, right? And I went into one of the after auditions room. And at this point, everybody had kind of gotten over it and they like gotten over it and stopped complaining about it. And after audition rooms were really just them talking about how well the room went and how good the auditions were and just other stuff about dream girls or whatever that they liked. Just conversing. They asked Amber Riley to sing. Like she sang Ooh. on the broad man. Yeah. You know, it when it's real talent, bro, nigga, she was like, let me show y'all how to do this. This is what it should have sounded like effortless, right? And she blew it. I mean, blew it. But this is the, this is the part that I feel like this should get Twan to join. So Twan, after they did the Dream Girl rooms, right? Yeah. You know what the next room was that popped up? What? Auditions for New Jack City Two. Nigga. <laughs> the most. That's right. Can I? I look. I want to play. Uh, uh, was it? Was it? Was it? Uh, Christopher Williams. I want to play his character. I want everybody to come back. I'm gonna, uh, then he got killed. Yeah, first, first of all, <laughs> yeah, like everybody can't come back. First of all, it was a parody, Look, of course. Me, if if I don't want them to update it or nothing, new they go do New Jack Swing too. It need to be full New Jack music. Get Teddy Riley on the soundtrack. Like, I'm with it. I don't want no, don't don't give me no R and B. Don't give me none of these 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 Zanny rappers now. Jacuzzi, I don't want none of that. Want on the soundtrack. No, it says New Jack City. I better have some New Jack Swing. That's it. Oh, this is, is Ice T gonna be back, bro? This was so the, the room was run by Roy Wood Jr. Oh yeah, <laughs> and uh, what's the, what's the girl name? Uh, Phoebe whatever from uh the the HBO show the Black Women sketch show black lady sketch oh, show baby bronson? bronson yeah, yeah. Brunson? Qu- no 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 i wish it was quinta brunson i would stay in there all night it was the other one <laughs> the, the 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 thebe one or whatever her name is oh robin thebe yeah robin thebe she was in there and the, I, I love her man i really do love her. i'm not a fan like that <laughs> quinta bronson is my that's my i'm a fan like i, I feel mean, like Quinta's she is great. amazing well, i'm saying man great. like her character because when she went over the top like her that hotel character. I didn't like it. I didn't like the hotel character. I, I didn't love like it, man. Character. Um, Every single time. We won't do this. Isn't about Black Lady Sketch Show season two coming soon? <laughs> I'm sure. Um, they were like, we've seen people do Pookie, and we've seen people do Wesley, and we've seen people do all these. Ro- oh, nigga, and they had the real. Um, what was the girl that did, did the uh, Rockabye shit? That actress came in the room. Oh, the actress from uh, Candyland and stuff. Yes, oh. and was. I mean, uh, and was oh, participating man, was in the auditions. Like, was, was judging people's auditions. Hold up, man. About to, let me go look up her day real quick. Well, she was in Soul Food, too. The Showtime Soul Food. She played, uh, she played the character Vivica Fox played in the original film. Yeah, I don't know. Her I, name I is Vanessa. Her name is Vanessa Williams? Is it Vanessa yeah, Williams? It might be. No, no. Can't even. I, think her, her, I think her name might be Vanessa Williams, dog. <laughs> 
which honestly she wouldn't be the only person let's see oh wow I can't find it I don't know I just looked in it was her name is I just found the show and for some reason she's not in the top cast I don't know why her name is Vanessa Williams Vanessa Estelle Williams yeah yeah but um, she came in the room and was judging people, and people didn't think it was really her, right? Till she started, <laughs> till she started talking shit to them and using lies from the movie, <laughs> like they didn't think it was really her. So they were like, "We're tired of hearing auditions about the main characters. What about the crack file that was on the ground in the scene at so and so? What about the so and so that they threw at somebody at that point? I want to hear the who wants to play the inanimate objects that had to witness this travesty of blackness in this film. They had a nigga that wanted to actually be the city. Like that was his his audition. He said, <laughs> he said, I'm auditioning for the actual city of New Jack. And they were like, okay. And and what would you like to do for your audition? This nigga started singing a song that he was making up. As he was singing, talk about why these niggas keep stepping on me, stepping on me, walking on me, crack, crack, crack. I was crying. I was dead. (laughs) I was done. And the way he sang it was like, like he sang it like he was getting stabbed, like in pain. He's like, ah, why these niggas keep walking on me, walking on me. Oh man. So then somebody so then somebody else created a room for Cheetah Girls auditions. <laughs> and they have been doing that ever since. So every once in a while an auditions room will which, pop up. Which, know, which iteration of Cheetah Girls? They had like Bro, I don't even know. <laughs> I don't even and they were that man Club Clubhouse is what you, it really is what you make it. You can go up, you can, you can find these ADOS rooms or whatever with blacks fighting blacks. You can go up in the rooms with men fighting women, women fighting men, gays fighting, uh, sites, like sites, heterosexuals. You can do all of that. And sometimes those rooms are good to be in. I've been in a bunch of black women led rooms where they're trying to have conversations to correct the bad habits of men, sites, heterosexual black men. And sometimes it goes good. And sometimes it doesn't. Ultimately, men, we're, we're just terrible. Um, I'm going to tell you this, the best clubhouse interaction i've had so far by far was uh when doom passed away they did a two-night doom tribute room uh was hosted by just blaze and uh dj critical hype and a couple of other people that knew doom personally and just blaze dj most of the time and he was like playing because he he worked with him like multiple times which i did not realize until then but he played like a bunch of deep cuts and like people would be up to take requests like i got to ask just blaze questions about doom and shit um and it was just a really really completely respectful totally like reverential little place for all the fans to kind of meet and talk about stuff like i mean and all time it wasn't just like regular quote-unquote regular people like a bunch of people like the guy behind tv on the radio apparently doom used to Mm. play with him and like taught him a whole bunch of stuff uh, about like physics and the universe and space and shit it was really cool, man. Like that was that was definitely my my favorite part. And like I said, the whole thing super respectful. They let people up. Just Blaze was like, anybody can come up and talk. You say whatever you want. Just don't be crazy. And nobody was, so it was great. They had a Azalea Bank welcome Azalea Banks to Clubhouse room. 
I didn't I know she still had I did fans. Not engage. I saw you was in there for a second. I was, I was like, just I was just in there to listen. I the only the first and of course you know poetic. The first room I actually spoke in, and I was on Clubhouse for maybe like four or five days before I actually spoke. The first room I spoke in was felt five, and somebody else pinging me to a. Is J. Cole a top oh, rapper? Me, me and you both got in on that, boy. <laughs> I think you came in. So you came in after me, right? Because Felt pinged me. And I think I was in before you. I'm pretty sure I was There in was one you. room I came in where you were in before me, but that was after. This was the first time I'd ever been in one of those music rooms. I had never been in one before. And pinged, Maybe that was the one, but either way, and they, we both got it. Yeah. Yeah, you, you definitely came in after because they brought you up after me. And I was like, oh, shit, Mike is in here now. But I yeah, had been in right. there for you're a while right. because I aired I aired Cole out when I came in and they finally brought me up to talk. Yeah, I aired like I just broke that shit down. And then I think my last mic dropper line was and that nigga wouldn't even be where he was without fucking power trip and Miguel singing on the hook. Boom. And they yep, were I remember that. <laughs> blown. Niggas was like was tight. So now so now shit. every once in a while I get invited. But every time they'll just ping me like, yo, we doing another talk room. Yo, you trying to come get on the panel? And I'm like, yo. Cause I did that in the J Cole room, but Mike had niggas mad in the Kanye yeah, room. Buddy. Oh my god! In what in what room? They had Kanye. a Kanye versus. Was that the versus Jay Z room? Yeah, it was. Bro, they were Mike broke That's down. The one where I was in before you. Mike broke so down what, to so a Mike, nigga. What you was saying, son? Yo, Mike, you got tell him what, what happened, was bro. Saying? I can tell you what you did, but if you don't remember, I can tell you. So I was my mind went back to the Jake. So Mike essentially broke down because they kept trying to shit on Yeezus, and Mike essentially broke down why Yeezus was an amazing album. Which, by the way, nigga, you're absolutely right. I've been listening to Yeezus for the last week since that room. Yeah, Yeezus Yeezus is amazing. Yeezus got some of his greatest reviews like it's like it was the most critically well-reviewed album of the entire year and that's yeah, why it's, it's, he got dude got mad dude there was a guy in the room who was actively mad at mike because irate, mike bro. said 2013 yeezus was the most critically acclaimed album that year and he would twan he was so mad at mike that he waited like 20 minutes for his turn to speak we had moved far beyond in the conversation Far at that point. My point. He came back and was like, before I answer the question y'all just asked, and he started running through the list of all of the albums from rappers that dropped in 2013. 2013 was a strong-ass year. And he it named was. all Absolutely of them. Was. And Mike followed up with, and that's exactly why you just proved my point. Because yep. of despite all those albums, Jesus was the most critically acclaimed. When I tell you that you could hear that nigga huffing and puffing on the other, he <laughs> was, was so he was mad because basically Mike was Mike was being Mike, like you know amicable, but you know lot, making sense with a lot of the stuff he was saying and kind of hitting it on another level that niggas wasn't hitting it on. But then they do kept trying to come at Mike with but what if, but what if, but what ifs, and after a while Mike just started cutting this nigga down. With like just <laughs> short responses and quips, and it was pissing him off because it had every pe- everybody in the room, it had other people in the room laughing. Like it, it just fun. he was, was mad, was dog. Like he was he was actively mad. But I want to have this discussion, which I want to have a, a, a the next episode we do. I want to do this. I was in a room, and it's typically a sneakerhead room, 
but they decided to do a room. They decided to do a uh, top 10 albums of the decade. That's what of they titled it. Genres or hip hop? Nigga. Okay. So first off they said of the decade and it was no genre specific, but I knew they meant rap, but I still went in there just to see if they was going to try to do yeah. every genre. And dude was like, I meant rap. And I was like, I wish you'd go change the title because <laughs> this people going to be in here talking about shit. You ain't going to hear. So I'm just going to list for y'all the oh, albums God. that made oh, the top no. 10 for them before I, I had to leave. I was just like, what? Well, let me focus my chi real quick. <laughs> I needed to call my pops, but I also had to leave too. So it was just a good out. My dad had just called. I was like, yo, I got thank God. Dad always saving me from shit. Even Clubhouse. <laughs> I was in, and I was you, in the weird brain in these rap rooms. The two times we both got in there, we've been lighting these niggas the fuck, bro. Because it's a it's a different way that we <laughs> think about music, dog. It's a completely different way that really we think is. about music than a lot of these people. They just be talking about their favorite shit. They don't actually analyze music across a spectrum. So when you're having a conversation with them, they be dead ass wrong. Like one dude was, one dude said that Pablo was the reason title popped off, and I was like, actually, Anti was the first right. album to be released. For on, on only exclusively on title. So if you think that Rihanna isn't the reason that title popped off January 16th or January of 2016, 2016 you're yeah. wrong. Because in that year, it was anti first, then it was Pablo, then it was Beyonce's joint. Yep. That's what popped title. And he said title might not even only have a million users, uh, title has three million users. So anyway, y'all need, and then I Wikipedia that in two minutes. But um, they, they had, so this, this was the list. And I knew this room was going to be a mess when I got the first three that, that were unchangeable, by the way. He set them in stone. You could not move these albums. Best, oh this is the best albums of all time for, for rap. No, the decade. The just decade. the decade. 2010 to 2020. 2010 to 2020, right? 2010 to 2020. 2020. Okay, a lot of, okay, thank you. A lot of, lot of good albums came out. Nigga, in my mind. For sure. Yeah, but this, but this was their mind. list. This was their list. First one. All right. Uh-huh. First album. My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. I don't even disagree. All right. I'm not even going to disagree okay. with that. That's the greeter. Second Great album, album. Second album. Good Kid, Mad City. Uh, if, okay. I will, <laughs> I will withhold listen. judgment until I hear what the third one is. Third album. Yes, third, third album. Watch the Thrones. Um, see? See? What? <laughs> see? <laughs> See, sir, no. it's <laughs> I was like, okay, if you put good kid, I mean, don't get me wrong, it's obviously a classic, but if then you say Pimple Butterfly, I'm like, all right, fair enough. All right, let's get up there. I'm, 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 I'm considering the entire decade. Let me keep going. The whole, right. yeah, and that's, like, that's a lot of just so like, like, like my beautiful dark twisted fantasy, yes. That I was think that is probably the number danger. one rap album of the decade. That's it's a, not that's a, that's a pin. In in Kanye West's career, that can go down one of the best rap albums ever made ever. Yes. Yeah. No. So so right, let me absolutely. let me go let me Good because Kid, Mad City, great album. That's what I said. I wanted to wait, but I'm uh-huh, not late. Like, uh-huh. I could I could hear arguments both ways. Wait 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 wait. Hold on. They have Watch the Throne. I love Watch the Throne too. But come on. Wait. Hold on. Hold on. Wait wait. And I'm telling you, we have to do our own episode for this. It's, it, that is a whole episode. It is a whole Forty Acres episode. So that's gonna be the next episode we do. And I'm trying my best, y'all, to get Deidre. Okay. So, number four, I think, I think that they made the decision. Because I left after the vote for this one. 
Because one of the rules was it has to have no skippable songs, which Watch the Throne has a skippable song. I'm just, uh, in me, for oh, it me, does. it does. But for it, sure. it actually has two songs. But <laughs> just going, uh, okay. So number four, I think, ended up being Drake's Take Care. Okay. Nope. That's a skippable <laughs> album. Hold on, no, That's no. That's a skippable album. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Because number five, why are you gonna make me mad? Like Number this, five might, and I might be wrong about this, y'all. I might be wrong about this. I found this room to be so fun and just entertaining. Number five might have been Daytona. This is exhausting. We still haven't hit to Pimple Butterfly. Hold, hold on, hold on. Because number six was to Pimple Butterfly. Below Daytona and watch the throne. Okay, okay, hold on. Now seven, what are we doing? seven, eight, and nine. I think had not been decided, but at one point, four forty four was on the list, but it got removed by Nipsey's Victory Lap. Now I did vote for Victory Lap over four forty four. I love no ID. But I also really, really fucking love Victory Lap. Victory Lap is an excellent album. I could look, I could understand voting that over that one. I still don't think that Victory Lap gets in the top ten of the decade. I don't either. But that's what that was the choice, sir. Um now, now, between seven and seven and nine, somewhere in there fell Teflon Don. Okay. Here's what I'll say. Teflon Don is my favorite Rick Ross album. I maintain it is the best Rick Ross album. There are obviously people that disagree with that, but I love that album. And it is it's not great top album. 10 of the decade. It is a good album. Listen. It is a great album. It's listen, so good. It's listen. so good. Justice League really went the fuck off. At, album, at one point, these were the three albums I asked them where they at. Four albums. And then I realized that I was in a different group of rap fans and anything I brought up probably was not going to hit them like that. Okay. So the first one I brought up was Run the Jewels 2. Hell yes. Okay. So they were like, Instant yes. Some, some of them were like, yes. And the other ones, some were like, I haven't heard it. And other ones was like, uh, okay. Uh, what? Okay. So then, okay, so look, we can't we can't have a conversation. You ain't heard Run Juice too. We we <laughs> they're just they're just some things that just disqualify. Everybody look, listens to the different first things. Run the Jewels man. isn't top ten in the decade look, caliber necessarily, but also it's still a must listen. If you haven't heard the first two Run the Jewels album, you are wildin'. All, all I'm saying though is there's certain things that you say you are a rap fan and you were looking at album of the decade. You gonna have a conversation, right? I understand. Look, I ain't trying to. I ain't saying you got to know. All the atmosphere songs. <laughs> like I ain't saying you gotta be. People talking about Marsberg by Rock Marciano is being one of real the greatest deep, 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 I, deep and stuff. But the ones that hit, bro, somebody mentioned Rock Marciano. The ones that hit everybody. I'm sure they did. People talk about it a lot. I don't like it. I don't like it either. If you, but if you don't hear, if you don't hit everything that like that hits the year end list that come out every single year. You, I, you just can't be in this conversation. Okay, 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 okay. So the next album I mentioned, because I was like, Ooh. okay, and this was very early in the conversation. This was before the room got kind of packed. 
and we just started getting somebody said Roddy Rich. Like it, it just got ridiculous after a while. Uh, what? <laughs> so um so like I think niggas I think Roddy niggas Rich, saw I like his songs, but I think on, niggas bro. saw best album of the decade and heard I think niggas I think niggas heard best maybe, but I, I think what was written there was best, but what they read was favorite albums. Um which yeah, thing. um okay, so I also suggested to them and I got a whole bunch of oh shit. Yo, I got a whole bunch of that. But as far as putting it on the list, completely just just went right. They just went right over it. Glossed right past it. Like it wasn't even that great anymore. Take, I'm gonna get y'all can you take a guess of what album, a rap album that came out between 2010 and 2020? I'll even tell you what year it came out. It came out in 2010. That would okay, that should be that up for best down. album of the decade, one of the best rap cool. albums, one of the top ten best rap albums of the decade. I kind of mm. want to go to one of your favorites that you love. Who me? Yes. Okay. What is it? What you got? You talk about it a lot. Uh, I was, and I think this came out around that time. How I got over by the roots. Yes. Nice nigga. Man, that album is good as fuck. I said y'all had Fonte. Blue and Black Thought Listen, on one song together, one and they all song. killed it. And Blue might have killed all of them. And they was Loki? like, and they were like, "Yo, but what about that Meek Mill's Dream Chasers?" And I was like, "Oh, oh my god!" My god. <laughs> <laughs> so the next album, so I was like, "Okay, let me try to get on their wave." I don't want to say level because level makes it feel like that I'm higher above them, and I don't want to put that out like yeah, that. Yeah. So let's say I wanted to get on their wave. I was like, "Okay, okay, okay." Another 2010 album. Now, from what I just told y'all, what do you think would be another album from 2010 that I might put up? For best one of the one of the top ten best albums of the decade. I had to pull up a twenty ten list to just I don't be remembering years. That's fine. That's fine. I'll give y'all a second. Now I'm I'm adding all of this. That's in a room. That's in a room with people who have voted Teflon Don. Okay. Daytona. Mm -hmm. Somebody threw out Roddy Rich. Another nigga said Meek Mill's Dream Chasers. But this is also an album that you like that you will put yes. into consideration. Yes. Seriously right, put so into that, consideration that, too. That marks off some albums for me because I was going to be like, just based on the room, I was going to throw something about Lil Wayne. But I was like, you don't like that. <laughs> I so absolutely I would not have out. done Rebirth, my nigga, which is if that's what you talk about. I would not have said Rebirth. So I had to look, I had to, I had to kick those off. Man, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to. I'm trying to. I'm trying to put. Base, I'm trying to get in the basic nigga mind state. Wow. Uh, but but also you like it too. Yes. Uh, I would talk. Boom. Thank you, Mike. There okay. You yeah. All right. There you go. I said pilot talk like three times. Niggas ain't never heard of currency. I guess. Oh my god. <laughs> Just bro. no response whatsoever. I was like, y'all niggas don't even like like currency isn't currency like currency isn't even hitting like this my my girl fully thinks if you if you were to ask her like favorite like rapper outside like like black thought she would put currency in there just for the amount of currency i listen to if currency comes on in my car it usually doesn't get skipped because it's just a late you are in my mind the number one currency fan that i know personally 
dude, I I love like currency would have currency had he dropped so many albums. I mean, I love like, he put it in one of his bars. <laughs> Dropping records after records like these bitches slippery. Like, but that nigga will put I will look back and be like what currency put out this year six damn nigga I can't keep up with gotta all this catch up. I'm trying to be a fan <laughs> but you got 30 albums out nigga it's hard I just I, at that point I was like I'm not gonna get through in this room unless I mention like pop smoke or something I just need to go ahead not pop smoke. and bounce all and right, no disrespect to pop smoke but I, I'm like looking at the waves like maybe if I say Dave East Something to hit, but they, I got they, I got a roll. I, I would like to know the ages too, man, because you're gonna get a lot of people who's gonna bro, always oh, nigga. Also came out in bro, the dude who right, said the man, yeah, they're gonna they're with, gonna skew to the last four years. Who who would you ask, Mike? Did they say who? I said Crit was here because that came out in twenty ten. No, nope. well. somebody mentioned Crit was here, and then somebody and I had earlier mentioned since they're counted as albums by him, I had mentioned Return of Forever. And Which they were would like be the one if you're gonna put one up there, bro. That's I it. even said Danny Brown's thirty, and they were like, "Oh, that is a dope one." But I don't know. And old nigga, both of them, bro. Be I, I at minimum a schoolboy album yeah, wasn't I, mentioned. Like I think Oxymoron might Oxymoron Oxymoron might have been mentioned as I was walking out of the room, but Ob Soul's name came up before yeah. Schoolboy's name came up, and then I was I like, mean, "But honestly, if we're talking about another nigga in TDE, it should be Sylvia Demo." Like over, in my opinion, over Schoolboy and Op, but that's, I don't know about over Oxymoron. But I, Sylvia absolutely, I would, I would absolutely put Sylvia Demos over Oxymoron, and I love Oxymoron. Like I love Oxymoron, but I skip like one or two songs on that joint, and I don't skip shit on Sylvia Demos. Like yeah, yeah, I look, was there, was but there, was there any, either way, they're both excellent. It's not really a bad choice in the two of them. Was there any Travis Scott brought up? There was. They did mention. So somebody said I actually like Rodeo more than Birds. And Astro, a lot of people feel that way. And I, I, I don't, I do not agree with them because I feel like Rodeo is not as clean as Birds. I would pick Birds over Astro, and that's what I said in the room. I was like, I'm going Birds over Astro, but you know, it Uh, it is what y'all say. It's it's whatever. It's funny, like because Rodeo has, Rodeo has great some of his like some great just bangers, like just that hype, like kind of stuff. For sure. And, and 3,500 Bird, is magnificent. 3,500 yeah. is amazing. And, and Birds just, Birds, I felt like that's what he really got. Like, I know how to like sequence the album and everything. Like, I got that yep. shit great. 100%. And then he melded, he melded two on Astro World. I think like, Astro World has been most complete album with bangs all through it. Mm-hmm. I, could, yeah. I mean, I could see that. And I, I'm, this is why I'm well, kind of looking forward to us having this conversation. Personal preference. Like, is, you know what I'm saying? Like, it is what it is. Yeah. My favorite Travis Scott song is on Birds in the Trap, but my I think my favorite album of his is Astroworld. So somebody mentioned Tyler. Do you know how many niggas in the room said I ain't never heard it? I ain't never heard one of his albums. Oh, nigga, we can't you, have look, this conversation. Right now, if, you, if you talk Bro, about best albums of the Wolf decade, should be in there. If you talk about best albums of the decade, right? You def Igor and um. Well, to be fair before. to Tyler, Igor isn't really a rap album. That's what he you know, says, I, but I'm putting it out there. You know what? I might leave that out just because out of respect for Tyler. Because then, then I then I put Flower Boy in there, right? And Wolf. Somebody somebody mentioned Flower Boy. I think Flower Boy rides better than Wolf, even though Wolf has one of my favorite Tyler songs ever. Um, him and uh, oh my god, I don't know why I can't think of the track now. The trio, 
My nigga, him, Earl. Oh, him, uh, him, Haji, and uh, Rusty. Uh, nah, Rusty. Name? Yeah, Rusty. Rusty. Yeah. Was it him, Haji, and Earl? No, nah, it was one? him, Earl, and um, what's the other cat? Domo Genesis. Domo Genesis. Who? Oh, yeah, yeah, Domo. Yeah, yeah. Domo yeah, Genesis. Rusty, so, like, Rusty, this. Rusty, go. That beat is fire. Bro, like, and Domo killed that shit. Like, Domo fucking okay, killed that shit. Okay, we need to have a shit. top 10 mixtapes of the decade discussion because <laughs> that shit would be. Bro, that's. Domo Genesis, uh, No Idols with Alchemist was incredible. Nigga, I'm still mad that he can't produce an album that sounds anywhere near as good no, as that fucking every, mixtape. Every, every, if we would have a top. Mixtapes like list. We, we literally have to have a top mixtape list, and then we have to have an alchemist top mixtape list. You stupid. Because <laughs> <laughs> that nigga produced some of my feel like everybody. Like, just, All right, right, so I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta stop this because, like I said, on the next episode, we're gonna do this. We're gonna do top nigga, ten we, we albums need, of we the need decade. To come together. We need to be throwing out names on our group chat before this. We got to come in prepared, like. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 for sure. No, no, it's fine. We can. I mean, we can make a thread. I tried to make a thread in the group. Niggas wasn't biting. We'll see what happens when I they mean, back at we work. Started this podcast in the peak of the mixtape era, so like it's been ten years. So we need to now go back and reflect off all on all the shit we talked about the last ten years. Yeah, and who did exactly. it? Who was the best ones it, we talked it had, about? It had to be. It had to be two episodes. It had to be. Shit, it might go into three. It might get like you because you got to break. We're do down for doing more than ten. Yeah, no, no, no. This is albums. This is about. this is rap no, albums. I mean, just for albums and then mixtapes. That's what I'm saying. This is rap albums. We'll do one episode for mixtapes, and then we're gonna have to do one for R and B joints. Like everything not rap. Like we need to do one for R and B too, in my opinion, because it's just ten years. The growth has been strong in all areas of hip hop. Not just Ooh, it's rap. Gonna be, it's gonna be going down memory lane because that's the cool thing about having these conversations that. Albums that you love that you just just forgot and not not because you hate them or anything, just because oh, just because life happens, you more stuff comes out and you can so much music out like it's somebody else's favorite, and mm-hmm. they bring it up and you're like, yeah, yes, nigga. But I was DJ Shuffle played Elimination Chamber off that Domo Genesis mixtape for me yesterday, and I was like, <laughs> oh shit, I forgot how good this was, and I went back and listened to the whole thing, and it still slaps. I think it'll be interesting for us to start off with. The 10 best albums. And we could do, I, I think 10 is more concise and easier show to do. If we want to up it to 20, yeah, we sure. can, but I think it 10 is better. Um, But I think we start off with, with 10 best rap albums of the decade. And I think we end the last one we do like this be the 10 best artists of the decade. Because I feel like Ooh. you can be a best artist, but not necessarily have a best album. I mean, it's like... It, you can win, like, in Formula One, you get points for how high up you place. And if you win a race, you get, like, X amount of points. But if you come in second, you get still get a lot of points. And you can win a championship by finishing second in every race if the people who win races don't do it consistently all the time. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I would, so I would like put one. it's in the air sort of thing. Like, you've been consistently solid rather than having, like, just hitting a home run every time you come up to the plate. Yeah, like for for instance, and I'm just using this as an example. I might not yeah. put one of Schoolboy's albums as best album of the decade, but I would put him up as best artist of the decade, sure. given his consistency, his growth, his appeal, his reach, and just his presence. Like Schoolboy is second in command at TDE, as far as I'm concerned. Like when it comes and to also, artists, yeah, 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 alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I love that album as well. Plus the addition I made with all of the extra bonus tracks on it. Where they should have been. Yeah. All of them. Even gravy. All right. So um yeah, we're gonna we're gonna hold that until we do the next show. 
So start working on y'all's list. Don't know if the next show is going to be next week. Y'all know the schedules is crazy. But start working on your top 10 list. Come ready. Um, yes, uh, absolutely. I need, I need discussions. Like, I need to, my, Listen, my you know the group here. chat is always I mean, open. We could fucking... At, I mean, I don't know. It depends on. Does Deidre have Clubhouse already? She is. She has it. She has. She's not. She don't be on it though. But she has. That's it. fine. I'm just saying we could start a room if we really. Um. Listen. To. Listen. So this is why I need Twan to get Clubhouse because the music rooms can be better with us doing them. Right, and that's kind of what I'm getting at. Is like yeah. <laughs> we have a a higher grade of. Uh, so I want to kind of put that out music. in the group first, though. I want to. Put out in the group that we're going to do a clubhouse room per se for top albums, top artists, top R and B, top whatever to have those discussions. And we'll just see how it goes. You know, we'll see how it pops off. Yeah. But I wanted I want us to to get the podcast joint going first. So y'all hear Absolutely. it, y'all hear me announcing here on the podcast. Yeah, that's, that's what we priority doing. number one. That's what we doing. All right, all right, y'all. This has been a Where's My Forty Acres podcast. Um. You know, hopefully um, we can get Deidre in for the next show when we talk about these albums because I need her opinions on her top oh, yeah, 10 Oh, 100%. It's vital. We, we need, it will not be complete if we don't have hers. Like, I don't want her to have to mail them to me, but I want her to say them for herself because it's not like the way she's going to say her own shit. So I need her to be here. So we're going to really work to get her here for that. And until then, thank you for everybody who's supporting this show. I am currently working on ideas for how we can bless y'all with some extra premium episodes. We basically had to like restructure our schedule for recording the podcast. Cause when two niggas on the show have babies and they're both babies and yeah, also baby we're in babies. a pandemic, Not like an eight year old, you can send off to do that. Yeah, it's, 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 it's wild. So um, scheduling around that has been interesting, but I'm going to start hitting up people individually and just kind of doing what we can do when we can do it with who I can do it with. Instead of trying to get everybody together, at the same time, so like, Twan, I'm gonna be hitting you up for us to get the disaster cast shit popping. Um, Mike, if you have ideas for shit, you know that you want to get and on and you got the free time, let me know. We can get that popping, and um, I'm gonna talk to Deidre and see where she's at and how she wants to roll with the, the extra stuff we do. And you know, then there might be just some solo shit. I might reach out to some other podcasters to get some shit popping on some topics when I can't get the crew together. It is what it is. We trying to we're trying to get that feed popping again. So, and I apologize. I thank you for everybody's support. Yes, it is over 200 plus episodes still up there available, but niggas like new shit. So, consider it that y'all are wait, y'all waiting for the new season of Premium. And it's coming. So, thank you for the support. If you want to sign up for Premium to get access to the 200 episodes that you've hopefully never heard before because you you're new to Premium, you can go to the website, where'smy40acres.com. That's four zero. Where's my four zero acres.com? And there's a premium section. Sign up there. Um, premium is the best way to show support for the podcast because it keeps the servers going. It doesn't do anything extra for us outside of maybe play pay for um travel when we do live well, events. It stuff like for that. my mixer when my shit. Oh, uh, it buys equipment. Yes, it it buys equipment for us. Um they don't buy like new computers and shit. It buys regular equipment, uh small stuff for us. And, you know, it is actually extra work for me because I have to do the taxes for it and I have to make all sure all that shit is accounted for. I also have to pay the business LLC. So, hey, guys, not sure if you guys knew, but all these people telling y'all to get LLCs. If you're in Maryland, what they don't tell you is that they do a fucking annual audit. That shit costs three hundred dollars. 
every year. $300 for you to keep your LLC. So don't let these niggas talk to you into just buying an LLC to buy a fucking LLC unless you actually got a business that can pay for that damn so tax. Catch some fraud charges and go to jail. Bro, y'all niggas really trying to go behind them bars out here over at LLC. It's not worth it. It's not worth it unless it's actually worth it. Like money. Yeah, if you have an it. actual business, then do your thing. Right. Be blessed. But yeah, so uh, you know, a little nigga for y'all. Uh, take it into consideration next time you're in LLC Twitter. Other than that, I think we're good. Thanks for the support. Thank y'all for listening. We'll holler at y'all next time. Be safe out here in these mean streets. Um, and don't go, don't go, don't go near a Capitol building anytime soon. Cause it could go down. It could go down. Literally. It could go down. It could fall down because people are in there trying to climb on it and shit. It could go down. Capitol buildings are not a jungle gym. We'll holler at y'all next time. Peace. You're now listening to the Where's My 40 Acres podcast, baby. With your host, Phenom Black, Miss Music Lover, Twan Burgundy, and Silent X. This podcast ain't free. Well, maybe it is, but you better listen, niggas.